Collected Sonnets of Edna St. Vincent Millay. Forward. I have omitted from this collection several pieces in sonnet form which were not designed to be read as separate sonnets, and which apart from their context would not be fully understood. From Conversation at Midnight, where the passages in sonnet form were written not as independent sonnets, but as speeches in a play, dependent for clarity upon the matter preceding them, nothing is included here. For a similar reason, I have omitted from Huntsman What Quarry, the short sequence from A Town in a State of Siege, and from Make Bright the Arrows, seven of the nine sonnets which conclude the volume. Two sonnets, both previously published in magazine form, but neither of them, through oversight, hitherto published in any volume of my poems, are included here. The first of these beginning with the line, I do but ask that you be always fair, appears in this collection as the opening sonnet of the group from A Few Figs from Thistles. The second, beginning not only love plus awful grief, is part of the Huntsman What Quarry group. Some time ago, while looking through the pages of an old workbook, I came upon one poem which I remembered vividly, the first sonnet I ever wrote. This, although it was written as a practice piece, an exercise in sonnet composition, and not intended ever to be published, I am printing in this foreword as an object of possible curiosity and interest to readers of my collected sonnets. I was about 15, I think, when I wrote it, not very young to be trying my hand at my first sonnet, somewhat young, perhaps, to be burning in my lonely great packets of letters yellow with age. Here it is. Old Letters I know not why I am so loath to lay your yellowed leaves along the glowing log, unburied dead that cling about and clog with indisputable insistent say of the stout past's all inefficient fray the striving present rising like a fog to rust the active me that am a cog in the great wheel of industry today yet somehow in this visible farewell to the crude symbols of a simpler creed i find a pain that had not parallel when past the faith itself we give small heed to incorporeal truth Let's slack or swell, but truth made tangible is truth indeed. The word indisputable as used in line four of the above is not, I fear, an elegant attempt to stress my syllables after the manner of Shelley, but rather a sturdy, wholehearted mispronunciation. The word cog at the end of line seven is not brought in just for the rhyme. This is the only part of my first sonnet which may be said to be real, as distinct from fanciful. That year, for the first time during the months of my summer vacation from high school, where I had taken a course in typewriting and stenography, I had a job. I was a typist in a lawyer's office in Camden, Maine. The phrase, let slack or swell, in the next to the last line, is not so strained and far-fetched a metaphor as it sounds. It refers to the gradual ebbing and the gradual flooding of the tide an expression natural enough to a girl who had lived all her life at the very tideline of the sea. E. St. V. M. Steepletop, August, 1941